Hello, this is the announcer guy. Welcome to the 20th Buffalo Bay Show. Well, uh, I'm sitting here waiting for someone to come in. It's just me. Both of the boys aren't in the room right now. I, um, yeah, Bob's not here. Maybe I should go find him. Hang on. Hey, Bob. Bob, are you out there? Bob. Bob. Hello, Bob. Bob, come in. No. Oh, I'm sorry I'm late. Uh, yeah. I thought we had a show today. No. Well, you know, I looked on the refrigerator and, you know, it was up there and the magnet was holding up a droodling saying there was a show today. No. Yeah, I kind of forgot. Okay. So where's Sam? Oh, I think he's on a service call. Oh, boy. Yeah, he was having a hard time getting around those, uh, uh, those mule deer out there. They're, they're kind of in a stupor, you know. I don't know if they're going through withdrawals from that nag wine or whatever, but they're kind of, kind of strange. Well, at least we're inside where it's warm. Yeah, I know. But Ratatat's out there, and he's cold, but Sam will, I mean, bring him in. Well, uh, what are we going to do? I don't know. Well, uh, how about if I tell you a story? You? You? You, the announcer guy, have a story? Yes, I have the story of my life. Oh. No. Yeah, okay, you can have. You can have a few minutes on the show. You've been working real hard. Yeah, and you haven't paid me. Except for that droodlings you give me. Saying, here's your money, or whatever it says. You know, anyways. So, I'm the announcer guy, and I grew up in Chanute, Kansas. Right around where they used to make the custom amplifiers that were rocking and rolling throughout the country. My father was uh, a stamper there. He was the one who made the small little, the little tin stamp that they put on the back side of it, showing model number and serial number of the amplifiers. My mother, uh, she was in charge of the tuck and roll finishing machine. And I was just a small little squirt. They used to go to school. And then after school, I would go over to the custom amplifier factory and wait for my father and mother to come out. Yes, it was strange, though, because I used to walk backwards. It was a, a thing that started when I was small, and the only thing I ever did was walk backwards. They couldn't figure it out, went to many a doctor who tried to turn me around, but I just started walking backwards anyway. You know, just because you turn a person around does not mean they're not going to walk backwards. At least that's what I told the doctor. So, as you know, the old story is, uh, it was a cold winter's day, and I had to go to school, so I had to uh, walk backwards in a snowstorm uphill. And, uh, yeah, and that's the way it was until I was 16 years old. No. What? Really? Yes. On with the story. So, uh, when I was somewhere around first or second grade, I was waiting for my mother and father to come out of the custom amplifier factory in Chinook, Kansas. And I didn't have much to do while I was waiting, so I was walking around backwards, walking around and walking around. And uh, I tripped over something and fell down. 
No. Yeah? Yeah. And so as I got up and brushed myself off, I decided that I would never walk backwards again. No matter how hard it was, I was going to walk forwards from that point on. Yes, but it didn't turn out that way. Because, you see, I thought I said that I was 17 years old before I started walking forwards, so uh, if you're in first grade, I doubt if you're 17, so that doesn't really fit together, so I continued to walk backwards even though I didn't want to anymore. Well, one day, at the Chinook, Kansas Custom Amplifier factory, while my father was making a uh, one of these small stamped plates to put on the back to show the model and serial number of each individual amplifier and speaker cabinet made, he cut his head off in a tragic accident. Really? Yes. It was a bloody mess, as they say in England. It was blood squirting and... You know, my father dying, and, you know, everyone was crying, and my my mother had to leave the, the giant tuck-and-roll finishing machine, and uh, was confused and forgot to turn it off, and amplifiers started to fall off the, uh, the conveyor belt, and, and it started piling up at the door. As I was walking backwards around the building, I heard the, the commotion, so I walked backwards through one of the side doors to find everybody standing around my poor father. There he was. Yes, there he was. And then what happened? Well, I don't know, I just grew up. No. Yeah, oh, that was a great story. I'm glad we have you on here. Yeah. Oh, where's Sam? Okay, and then uh, after I was 17 and I finally turned around after being, uh, uh, chastised by my classmates by saying, why don't you walk straighter, or why don't you stop banging into me, or... I finally decided I was going to walk, walk forward from that point on, and... Oh, it was a glorious day. I wish my father was around to see it, but, uh, you know, he wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Sam, are you around yet? Sam? Yes, here I am. I just got back from the service call. Oh, boy. We were sitting here talking to the announcer guy, and he had an exciting story he did yeah, about his father and stuff and how he used to, you know, walk around. Oh, I have to, I'll have to listen to it later. You know, there's darn mule deer just hanging around the front of the house. Yeah, I know. I was out there, and they were kind of looking strange. I, I really think they're, uh, you know, coming down from the old nag line now. Maybe, you know, maybe I might have a little hallucinogenics in it, too. I don't, I don't know. And they're just, like, uh, kind of thrashing around out there. Yeah, I know. Can I, can I, yeah, can I ask you a favor? What? Can, can I bring in Ratatat? Of course not. Well, I was out there with him. Hey, what about me? I haven't finished my story yet. Oh, well, maybe, oh, okay, go ahead. Sam, he was telling us his life story kind of thing. And after that, I went to college, and after that, I ended up here in this studio. <laughs> hmm, is that it? Pretty much. Sam? Th oh, thank you, Mr. Announcer Guy. Sam? Yes? 
So, you know, well, you know, if you want to be friends with Ratatat, why don't you go out there and, and walk around with him or something? Yeah, maybe I should. But, but it's cold out. Yeah, I know. You, you have all these conflicts, I understand. Yeah, well, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. No, it's too cold. All right, kid. So what'd you do on your service call? No, that was, it was a hard one. I had to go out and get my extension landed off the truck and I put it up into a suspended ceiling. Uh, there was a furnace up there was uh, essentially hanging from, from some of the girders on the roof and I had to more or less just like hang on top of the, the furnace to try to get to the blower motor because the blower had slipped down the shaft and it was, and it was more or less, you know, kind of like wedged in between the, the actual blower steel housing and blower, blower wheel itself. So I had to go up and, uh, and turn the unit off and then I had to go out and get some uh, some ice, and I had to cool down the shaft, and then I had to, you know, uh, loosen up the, uh, the, you know, the hold down screw, and then I had to push it back onto the motor and tighten everything back up, and then come, come down, and then, and then ride out the bill and come home. Wow. Yeah, wow. What did you do? Nothing. I was listening to the announcer guy. The announcer guy. Hmm. And rat a tat and the rest of it, right? Yeah. Boy, those mule deer. They're, they're right up against the window now. I know. Where's the old nag? Oh. I don't really see her around anywhere. I mean, okay. So she's not around and mule deer hanging around and... Yeah. Oh, no. What? Look outside. Oh, no. What do we got, like, uh, what's, what's going on out there? I don't know, aliens hanging around the mule deer. They got them surrounded. I, yeah, whatever. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, they're, they're walking away now. And the alien guy's walking with them. And they're all walking out in the cold weather. Yeah? And, you know, not much going on out there today. It's kind of windy. You know, all the snow's blowing around and stuff. Mr. Announcer Guy, you got anything else to say? Uh, yes, I do. Something to add on to your story? Uh, yes, I do. Well, kick it into high gear and tell us all about it. Well... I did have a rebound, you know, a setback, and walking backwards, I was, I was down in New York City at the time. I was registering to uh, essentially work at Madison Square Garden as a, uh, as a garden cop, and uh, all of a sudden I began to walk backwards again. And it's really hard to walk backwards on the right side of the street when the other people are walking the other way, but, but then again, I was walking with them, you know, but I was just walking backwards. And a couple of thugs didn't, didn't think that was very funny and came up to me and began to chastise me and say, why are you walking backwards, you freakish man? And I said, well, I can't help it, I have to. It's just a rotational problem. And so they began to beat me. Be beat you on the street? Yes. It used to happen a lot in New York City. You know, no reason. You know, they just didn't like me, I guess. Thought I was looking at them or something. 
And so then what happened? Well, I was admitted to the hospital uh, with beating wounds, and uh, and a doctor came up, and uh, he was a uh, he was essentially a uh, ventriloquist, and began to teach me the the art of ventriloquism, which broke me of my habit of walking backwards. Geez, that's amazing. Well, what does that have to do with walking backwards? I really don't know. It seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Uh, essentially, he was in the next bed over and, and uh, had nothing much to do, so he started rapping, and and he explained to me that uh, ventriloquism turned him around, too. And, uh, well, but his problem was, I don't know, something different. And his turnaround, he meant something different than my problem. And But I took it literally, and, and so now I'm a ventriloquist who walks forward. Professional? No, it's just a hobby. All right. Now we know everything about, everything about the announcer guy. Maybe you'll come up with another exciting story next time. I have many exciting stories. One time I began to walk sideways. And that's really difficult to do all the time, especially when you can't remember what sideways you were walking at the time that you were last walking. And so sometimes you flipped one way and sometimes you flipped the other way while walking with a stuffed dummy, doing a little ventriloquism to try to straighten out the situation. That's for another time, though. Yes, that's for another time, uh, uh Sam. I mean, Bob. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. And we're going to listen back on this one and see whether or not it's anything. Because I wasn't here. I was the one who wasn't here for the, for the entire story. But, uh, yeah, I guess the only thing to say is, and uh, that's the Buffalo Bayou show number 20. And, uh, Take us out of here, Mr. Announcer Guy. Uh, this is the Announcer Guy. Thank you for listening to the 20th Buffalo Bob Bayou Show. Bye-bye.